As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Hardcore Listing, the podcast. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast. I'm Stu Riffin, joining me always, Christopher Glasson. Hello. All right, mate? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. It's a bit warm in here now, isn't it? We, we, we've gone overboard on the studio heating now. Yeah, now, like the like last uh, few weeks, it's been like an, an icebox in here, and now it's getting a bit... Pushed the boat out, haven't we? A bit close. Spent yes. a few quid. Yeah, yeah, on heating. <laughs> Check us out. <laughs> I mean, today's been a good day. Uh, it's been a day of, of comedy. We've mm. just had a, a wonderful chat with uh, Esther Manito, yeah, who really said to fun. say hello to uh, to, uh, to our guest that's sitting yeah, yeah. opposite us now. So yeah. let's let's bring her straight in. Fiona, hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Well, actually, compared to you two, bloody freezing. Oh, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> no. Where, where are you based, Fiona? Um, I've just moved to Seven Oaks. Ooh, in Kent. Nice. Oh, that's not oh, far that's from not, here. Not far from me. I'm down in um, Hipsterville, Margate at the moment. Oh, right, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I went to uh, Margate the other week for a, for a hike. Did you? Yeah. Nice. Can you tell by my kind of voice I don't like hiking? <laughs> <laughs> I, I live not too far from Seven Oaks, but over the bridge in the shit part. Oh, right. What bit? So I might be in that bit. I might have just stopped Th- for Seven Oaks. Thurrock. Uh, oh, Thorrock. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit fair, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. On our lakeside. Yeah, yeah. Not very nice. But, uh, well, look, um, you've joined us today. And, I mean, let, let, should we find out what um, Fiona's top five is before we even shout out our sponsors? Yeah, okay. Fiona, what, what top five are you running down with us today? Musicals. Nice. Why musicals? Oh, bloody hell, why musicals? Um,. <laughs> Basically, that that was what I wanted to do. I wanted to be in musicals. Um, so I did a dance degree. I did about 15 grand's worth of singing lessons. Wow. I did, um, yeah, a musical theatre, like a year's training in that. Um, but I'm tone deaf, really. So I could never do it. But it's still the thing that I'm like, oh, if I could do anything... That's what, That's what I'd what do. That's what you'd want to do. I mean, did you know at the end of 15 grand, was that when your instructor just went, Fiona, listen, you're fucking tone deaf, mate. It's been 15. Oh, no, they would have kept taking the money. <laughs> <laughs> like a homeopathic doctor. So, but yeah, Molly keeps going to my, one uh, in a market. My mum and everyone around me was like, can you stop practising? <laughs> I was like, I I'm good at this. Was that something like at school that, that you, you thought was legit that, that you know, I'm going to do this and this is what my, my my life's sort of ambition and goal is to be in musical theatre. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd, uh, after school every day I'd do dance lessons and um, acting classes. Obviously, I took drama at school. I think that was the only subject that I got like an A star in. Everything else was a lot lower down. So I was like, well, this is the thing that I'm good at. Yeah. But then when it came to the singing, it was actually like I'd get stage fright. So I'd almost be okay singing without an audience. And then um, 
in, in front of an audience, I just, yeah, I just couldn't hear the music. And it was just literal stage fright. Like I went to um, hypnotherapy to try and cure it. Like I really wanted to do it. I was can't that, express to you how that another much 15 I grand? to do it. I, I had hypnotherapy to cure stage fright. Did you? Did it work? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Can you give me the <laughs> the person? Do you not think that ship sailed now? Is that it? You're going to just bin no, off this comedy. I'm going back to the... Uh... <laughs> Literally, because you know, like um, Jason Manford, he was in The Producers, and I think Lee Evans was as well. Mm. Like a, a lot of them do crossover and um, who else Phil Jupiter so I think he was in like Hairspray he was wasn't he yeah so a lot of them sort of build their career in comedy and then it, shoot it, over to the left it is weird isn't it because not just musical theatre but the amount of comedians that that, that are, are secret singers because if you look at Vic Reeves Vic Reeves had well he had a number one with Dizzy and he had like mm. a, another top ten um, Steve Coogan uh, as but come out yeah. as 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 Tony Farino was it Tony Farino and Tony he had Farino. various different artists and sung on it. Peter Kay sings like obviously mm. as well. There's so many comedians yeah. and Lee Evans' voice is amazing. Oh yeah, he could play the piano and everything. Mm. He was just very musical. Yeah, like I think I'm not. I don't think I'm necessarily musical. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. That word musical that does actually feature in uh, your yeah, career I goal, just, musical theatre. I said it. I was like, you prat. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> so was you one of them? I mean, we was just talking to Esther uh, on on, uh, on last week's episode, what would be last week's episode for listeners, um, about the fact that we would go and watch our kids in musical theatre and, and dance productions and stuff like that. Yeah. Was you one of them people that made your parents endure hour after hour <laughs> of not just watching you, but watching other random kids sing and dance. What, what do you mean kids? I was doing it till I was about 27. <laughs> I was making them come to like barges and stuff. And I was like, they're in cabarets and they had to sit through like 15 people doing musical theatre songs as well. Oh. Musical theatre songs from musicals they've never heard of. Like not your mainstream yeah. musicals because we were all so into it, like such niche songs. <laughs> So, like, my dad, who's a proper geezer, would come to these cabarets and just have to sit through, like, 15 strangers singing songs and then I'd come on. <laughs> that is love. And I'd always do the same song that as is well. <laughs> what, you do but the yeah, same song as well. at every cabaret? So it didn't matter if they'd changed it. You came and did the same number. See, your dad's watching. Yeah, because you could, like, take your own songs. And obviously, cause <laughs> oh, I, no. I, I did actually audition for, like, West End shows. Yeah. Um, so I had like audition songs mm. that I'd have to like practice and stuff. So I'd tend to do those in these cabaret things. Um, but yeah, I, I think Dirty Dancing, I got through the dancing for that. And then I had to sing and it was like, <laughs> you're gone. Um, so yeah, and I, I think I auditioned for Oh Mamma Mia. Oh, amazing. Well, that was that was a terrible one. I remember. She says amazing. Um, <laughs> Jonah's like, no. <laughs> no. Well, it wasn't. It was like um, all the uh, panel just looked down. They wouldn't look up. So I think what I thought was just sing louder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just ended up shouting at four like professional <laughs> judges, basically. Um, so I didn't get that one either. Auditioning must be fucking terrifying. What's that? Sorry, auditioning is terrible. Yeah, yeah. No, no terrifying. Ter ter terrifying, not terrible. I, d yeah, I didn't see it. it. I actually, because um, when you do stand up, everyone goes, oh, God, how can you get up there and do that? That I find like easy. No, in st no stage fright. I, don't get stage fright with stand up. Nothing. Weird. It's, it's weird. So the stage fright is literally, I don't get it with dancing, acting, stand up. It's literally just associated with the singing. I think because it's like, it's weird because with stand-up, there's loads of variables, but I think the idea of that, the piano and all these different things that are out of my control, mm. it's just too much to think about. And being judged, like, with stand-up, you know that they're there to laugh, like they want to have a nice time. Oh, gotcha. With auditioning, I always found that I just thought, oh, oh you've done all me to do well, even though obviously they yeah, do. Yeah. Yeah. They want to find yeah. the right person. Right. Well, look, before we get on to your top five, and we'll, we'll, we'll kick off with number five in a moment, we should quickly shout out the sponsors. Let of me tell show. you someone who can sing. Go on. He's Big Papa Jay. Yeah, he can. He can. He can sing. I've, I've seen him in many uh, gigs. Mm -hmm. 
playing the fool, acting up, mm-hmm. acting the clown. Um, and you can, well, I don't know if he sings a lot. He, I mean, obviously, he's, he's jingles at mm-hmm. the start of the podcast, the mm-hmm. Say What podcast, mm-hmm. which is our sponsor. You can hear Justin re-release and, and do a different jingle pretty often. Uh, he sings in that, but it's normally a bit mental. Um, I don't know what the notorious FAWT is like as a singer. I don't I'd imagine. I'd say substandard. I'd say Tony's a shit singer. Yeah. Just looking at his face. Yeah. Um, proud sponsors of this podcast. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, uh, I'm slagging Tony off there. Alongside Southern Martial Arts, if you're mm. interested in learning martial arts or you're interested in teaching martial arts, um, go give uh, Renshi Sai uh, a follow on the socials. He's tagged on all of the posts, uh, including this one. So go give him a follow. Um, go drop him a message and, yeah, get stuck into uh, learning some martial arts. Right. Let's do it. Number five. Let's do it. Number five. Are, are they ranked from, like, number one's your favourite? Number one's my favourite. Yeah, it, uh, it took me a while to to write these down because I've seen so many. And I've seen a lot of them several times. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sakisa, we had Sakisa on last week doing top five wrestlers and it took her a long time to get to it. So there was lots of caveats thrown out there. And, and if musicals are your favorite, you know, if that's your thing, Esther, I'm sure it's pretty difficult to sort of like come up with your, your top five. And they might change maybe mm. over the years. But You should also change from not calling uh, Fiona Esther as well. Oh, sorry. Did I just call you Esther, <laughs> Fiona? I didn't, I didn't even notice. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> So we've just been talking to uh, Esther. Sorry, Fiona. Yeah, so, yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear your number five. Right, number five, the caveat, um, I'm a bit ashamed of <laughs> because it's it's Cats, the Andrew Lloyd Webber. Do you, do you two even like musicals, by the way? Um, fucking hate them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, I've been to a few. I really enjoyed I actually really enjoyed them. I, um, and I'm not going to name names because they might pop out in your top five and I've, I've ruined people's top fives before. Okay. Um, haven't been to see Cats, um, but my mum fucking loved Cats. Um, I don't know, it just feels like it's been tarred recently. Cats tarnished yeah. because of like the, the movie. James Corden. Yeah, James Corden's <laughs> fucked it for everyone. <laughs> yeah, whereas my memory of it is it was one of the first ones I went to see and it was at the New London Theatre and it was like in the round. So the, the stage revolved and all the cats sort of came into the audience and danced Oof, around you. Wow. So it was like quite immersive. And I think because it was like the first West End production I'd sort of seen, I was just like mesmerised. But I think the reason I'm ashamed of it is because since then I've seen the film and I'm like, oh God, this is, is really bad. <laughs> but um, yeah, I did. That was that's, that's coming in at number five. Do you want me to... No, no, let's no, let's, no, no. let's let's sit with cats for a bit because you, you you yeah I've seen clips of the movie and it looked it looked dog shit it looked just so bad cat special shit. effects and that it looks like sorry cat shit um it looked really terrible but the, I have actually always wanted to go to the stage show because my mum was kind of like very keen on it I mean I don't know if they can they run in amongst people now or would you get like no you, you can go to secret cinema and things like that it's all immersive oh, yeah, isn't yeah, it yeah yeah I guess so I guess right. you can still do that yeah well I mean. They did a revival of it with um, Nicole Scherzinger. From Pussycat. And I went to see that, and that wasn't in the round. That was just them on stage. And even that one, I was like, oh, this isn't what I remembered. Right. So it is literally that original production that I'm like, that's the one I like, the others. Like you said, our, our dog ships. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> like cats. Like, that's gonna, that's gonna is it going to spoil it for me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, if, it was called, if it was called dogs, I'd be all over it. But That's what they need to bring out. Dogs? Yeah, dogs. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. They're lovely dogs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know, and I also get weirded out by like grown-ups in like animal like costumes. And, and not so much lycra, <laughs> I can work with that. <laughs> but I've seen you in it. Just giant <laughs> furry people. And we, we, I mean, we're quite hairy people, but just not that, furry. Yeah. That's almost like that that fetish, isn't I it? I can't if handle. I was, if I was going to have a fetish, I mean, I've got hundreds, but yeah, furries isn't one of them. Is that what they're called? Yeah. 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 I can't imagine you with a nah loads butt, of people furry butt plug, no, a fox tail running yeah. around looking <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Team Wolf's dad. I can't <laughs> handle that. It's not for me, mate. Yeah. Well, it's taking a turn. <laughs> How many times have you seen cats live? How many times I've seen it? I think I've only seen it live twice. Yeah. Um, so once when I was about 10, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, about five, six years ago, I think it was. She's not going to walk between people, is she? She's too good for getting in, no, in, in, the, no, in the race. No, she didn't. Although I saw her in um, something recently, uh, Sunset Boulevard. Do you know about that one? No. no. 
that nearly made the top five, to wow. be honest. Because another Andrew Lloyd Webber one, but they did this thing where they had um, like people like, holding cameras. And then, so the main character at one point goes outside of the theatre, sings the main song, walking along the strand, and they film it and project it back into the theatre. Wow. But I actually considered going up. So I went and saw it, and I was like, it, it sounds like, but it, it was really good the way they did it. It was just very different to anything I'd ever seen. Um, but I actually considered going up there on another day and just loitering around the strand to watch him do the main... Yeah song because they just basically play the orchestra into his ears so all you can see and hear is this bloke just singing the title song from sunset boulevard walking along the strand but it did end up attracting like loads of crowds and stuff because it that's what i've wondered like would you want to be outside and then try and get yourself on the camera basically as they're walking along singing they had like people around him like bodyguards so that you couldn't sort of get in the frame but you could sort of hear him sing yeah they might have just gone, no, no, she's all right. She can, she can no, dance. She's, Don't she's let had, her sing. She's had 15 grand's <laughs> worth of singing lessons. Yeah, I'm just trying to harmonise in the background. <laughs> and they're like, you're too long dead. But I'm like, I've been hypnotised. Let me sing. I mean, also, in regards to this top five, what, what what's the kind of the rules in regards to mm. sort of films that are musicals? I'm glad you asked that, actually. Okay. Because at number three, I've got an either or. Oh, okay. okay. So I've got a film, or because I think the way I've done it, I think it probably should be ones that I've seen live. Okay. But I wrote down instinctively one that I've only seen, like, the film of. So I'll tell when it gets to number three, I'll tell you in both. But, like, there are some film versions that I've seen the film, loved it, and seen the musical and like this is terrible like Grace oh, nothing no. Grace that that was kind of what was going through my head yeah. when I asked that question it's your favourite because it? it's one of the greatest films ever made yeah but do I it's do I want to watch Shane Ritchie in Cliff Pavilion in Southend doing Danny Zuko no I don't <laughs> <laughs> I went and saw it last year in the Dominion and um, you know like the T-Birds yeah yeah they're not the T-Birds they're the Burger Boys oh and, like, fuck it's, off it's really it's just nothing like the film at all. Like Danny and Sandy are on stage together for about thirty seconds, and the rest of the time they keep going off and sleeping with other people. I was what like, an anticlimax! But apparently, this was that's the original, and then it turned into Grease, the film. So yeah, apparently that's where it came from. The, the stage version was there first, but oh, it was so bad. It was really bad. Who was Danny Zuko when you see it? can't remember who Danny Zuko was, but you know, like the Teen Angel. Yeah. That was Peter Andre. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, this is like starting to sound quite good now. From Frankie Avalon. Fucking Peter Andre. No, 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 no. Oh my God. I think God. it was meant to be Jason Donovan, but I think he bowed out because <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> I'm just going to take my dignity and leave. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, yeah. Uh, they want me back for Technicolor Dreamcoat again. <laughs> Can't turn it down. Number four then, Fiona, what you got? Number four, Miss Saigon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, it's by the same writers as Les Mis. But I think I should prefer Miss Saigon. But again, it was one that I got taken to, like, while my mum and that. I think I was about 10, 11, like quite young. Um, it's, it's quite full on for mm. like a... 10 and 11 year old go and see a musical about the Vietnam War and there's a load of strippers in it and they're all dressed half naked. Um, but I really I really like that one. I don't know why that isn't as successful as Les Mis. Is it still running, Miss Saigon? No, I think there might be a UK tour, but like, again, in the, um, I was about to say something really stupid. In the West End version, I was going to say they fly in a helicopter. Right. They don't, but. That's what I was going to ask. Because that's what my mum used to say to me. They like something about a helicopter, and I was like, "Yeah, there's like a massive helicopter on stage." Is it? So right, but the, the helicopter doesn't come in and land. No, because in my little brain, when mum used to tell me about it, I was like, "They landed a helicopter," and she never corrected yeah. me. So I've always had this <laughs> thing of, "Oh wow, fucking!" I didn't. I'd never been to a musical at that point. I was like, I didn't realise that theatres were that big. Well, you say that. I I went to. Uh 
Are, are any of your other three uh, from a, a really iconic 80s film? Uh, no, I don't know. Because I, I went and watched the Back to the Future musical. Um, oh, right, yeah. Like about, I don't know, four or five months ago. And at the end, the DeLorean takes off and comes over the audience That's and crazy. turns round and then goes. It's fucking surreal and uh, and incredible. They've so invented hovercrafts exactly. just for a musical. <laughs> it was a game changer, mate. Jesus. But the Did you enjoy that one? Like uh, the whole thing, or yeah? Do you know what? It, it, I think because, like Greece, the, the stories are so ingrained in you, aren't they? And like, and you want it to be like for like, and you want the characters to be exactly how you know them. You don't want Burger Boys. You want T Birds, don't you? Yeah. yeah. And like, and I think it was a little bit of adjustment, but essentially it was all the same characters, and the premise of the the, the story was exactly the same. But yeah, I, I think like. I think after about 20 minutes I was involved the songs just didn't do it for me it was like look there's no songs that, in yeah. Back to the Future mm. apart from The Power of Love which yeah. they do do at the end which was great mm. but yeah it was just oh, I don't need songs but I guess if it's a musical they, they have to <laughs> do that you've got to crowbar them in yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you seen it? Uh, that's one that I haven't seen actually mm. but then I've never actually seen I only recently saw Back to the Future <laughs> Well, you're probably a good person to go and watch it then. Exactly, yeah. You haven't had 20, 30 years of it being conditioned into your brain. Absolutely. Yeah, you might might enjoy it. Do you go, like, is it like, how often are you at the the theatres? Is it like a monthly thing for you? Um, Well, at the moment, because everything's really expensive, what I'm doing is, like, for Christmas and stuff, I'll just ask for, like, these vouchers, and then I can go. So in January, I think I saw that Sunset Boulevard and I saw Moulin Rouge. So... Yeah, I'd probably probably try and go like five, six times a year. But when I was actually like studying musical theatre, I was going all the time and I'd go on my own. Like one New Year's Eve, I went and watched Frozen on my own. I go to Nando's on my own, Fiona. If you love it, do it. (laughs) That's what I say. Don't feel shame about it. (laughs) Although if I went to a more, like I'd feel like if I went to a musical like Frozen on my own, I'd get funny looks. I think maybe it'd be more. I mean, I got funny looks and there's the difference. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Again, showing up with a beard. We were just discussing this with Vesta, weren't we? There's certain places I just can't go on my own now. Yeah, it's frowned upon (laughs) me. I'm at that age and wearing a beard or, or like a checked shirt. I just look creepy as As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com ACAST. Wow! Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Sinister, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. But, but Nando's is not one of them. Nando's luckily. is fine. The, the problem is my desire for Nando's is so high that I don't care about the shame of it. Whereas, thankfully, the desire to be a, a, like, a, 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 like a frozen musical surrounded by children, I've got, I don't have it. So, mm. yeah, it's uh, your honour. So your Nando's is my frozen. Absolutely, yeah. How was it? Yeah. What was it like? Um, it was good, but... <laughs> The kids were really annoying because <laughs> they didn't have the attention span. Shut up! So, I was like, can we all keep it down, please? I'm trying to watch this. But it was it was a lot cheaper because I was on my own and it was just like this one random seat. I did this pathetic thing where I'll buy I'll, I'll buy the ticket. So like if it's on its own, it's a bit cheaper because no one's really going <laughs> on their own. And then I'll go to another day and I'll go, well, how much would that have been though? And it would have been about 150 quid, and I paid 25 pounds. So, well, I mean, chuffed you that. saved 125 quid. Exactly. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Um, so, we're going to get on to the number three, three, and this is the one that's got the caveat. Oh, yes. Of yes. Is it, yeah, is it a film or is so it. So, number three, if we were including films, I've got Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, great shout. I only watched have it last year. I only watched it for the first. I've heard so many good things about it, and I only watch it. We watch it. For Halloween last year, uh, or the year before that, so yeah, not long ago. It's it's so good. It's such a great <coughs> film, isn't it? Yeah, it's got like Steve Martin yeah. in it as the dentist. Kills it. Yeah, who's like brilliant. Um, I can't think of the lead actor's Rick, name. Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, but oh yeah, honey, I was trying the kids and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that was one. Um, I think to, to like, I think I have seen it live because my. So basically, theatre runs in our blood. My uncle, <laughs> my uncle used to do amateur dramatics, and um, he put on one actually in Dartford at the orchard. They put on Little Shop of Horrors there, and I remember he took us, me and my sister. We got to go and like get inside the plant and stuff. How cool is that? Yeah, it was really good actually, because he does. He when he puts on product, like he's got a theatre now, like Walksmith. When he puts on productions. He does go full out. So it was like this massive plant thing and we was in it and we was only little. That's incredible. Yeah, so I think that's one that I've always just really, really liked. But again, those songs, I could never sing those. The ones They're that all so sings. high, aren't they? Oh, and the, the way she belts them out, yeah. like suddenly Seymour. I think that's one that I was always practising. That My mum was like, you know, banging like a broom on the ceiling. <laughs> like, will you shut up? <laughs> Have you been to um, a secret cinema yet? What secret? No, I haven't. Because have you done that? Yeah, so I've good. done stacks of them, but I, I love it. It's like if you like musical theatre and the kind of interactive thing, Moulin Rouge, Dirty Dancing, right. like uh, in incredible, like absolutely incredible, and like and you can get stuck in as well. Like, you, know, oh. you haven't even got an audition. You can just get right involved. It's so good. <laughs> oh, we did the, the Stranger Things one and like, it was it was crazy. And because some, some of my friends were a bit more introverted and some of us, uh, we're quite happy to get stuck into things. And yeah. within about... Show-offs. Show-offs. <laughs> Attention-seeking. And uh, within <laughs> about 10 minutes, I was climbing through an air vent like, and then getting chased by a monster. And it, no. yeah, yeah, like it was so insane. Like we, you queue up, and then we went in, and then there was a few people doing some odd things in this like luggage uh, store. It was like it was in like the you know like um, I don't know, have you seen Stranger Things? I mean, it's a bit of a yeah, yeah. yeah. So like it, it was all set in the big like shopping centre, and one of the stores there was this luxury handbag store. I'm sure it was that. And we asked a few questions, and a person was being a bit suspicious, and then then we. It can't, he, we fished around for a password, got this password, gave it to him, or, and then b b before you know it, we were crawling around this air duct, and it was just, it was, it was insane. And like, there's all these other things that you can do throughout it, so you actually, you actually get to be part of the story, don't you? It's fucking, it's amazing, it really is. So you don't, you can just, if you want to be passive and just watch things happen. That's fine. If you don't have the confidence, you know, and, and not everyone has the confidence to just go and randomly start talking to someone who's acting because I can feel, I can see how that would be intimidating, right? So if you don't have that, you can sit back and just watch the things kicking off around you. Right, but if yeah. you if you actually think, like, fuck it, I'm going to get stuck in. I mean, because we went to watch, um, we did the Romeo and Juliet one, and I also ended up having this dance-off on stage. Mm. 
We've oh, like, it was, it was just crazy. It was mad. It was like 400 people watching me dance badly. See, that's where you're going to shine. Because mm. they didn't ask me to sing. You know, they were like, just dance. Um, and yeah, it was great. Yeah. So you got the, these secret cinemas, like these interactive experiences. Fiona, you've got to try it. It's, it's dope. It's well, really that, that Stranger Things mm. one you said just reminds me of like another audition I did. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> For um, Madame Two Swords. So do you remember, I don't know if you went to Fort Park where they got the saw ride and they yeah. had like, the interactive yeah. queue and people jump out and sort of scare the shit out. Yeah. yeah. I did um audition, they were doing that sort of thing at Madame Two Swords mm-hmm. and you had to do a two-day workshop scare school. Right, all right, hang, hang on, a little bit, break <laughs> that down. Scare school. Right, so, it was, it was, yeah, it's basically two days worth of people going in and like they cut you at different rounds so people get sent home um of like going in and like making like they, they'd get you to be like <laughs> and make like just weird noises yeah. and like crawl across the floor in weird ways mm. and like jump out and create tension and it, it lasted two days and i actually got through and got the job <laughs> that's just like i think it was like at the time i think it was about 16 quid an hour or something but you'd have to go into London every day and I just I ended up working at TG on my Fridays instead because it was basically going to be the job <laughs> that I did <laughs> it was going to be the job alongside the auditioning for the actual shows yeah. that I wanted to be yeah. in but um, yeah the things that I God knows what the audition's like for that secret cinema because that's obviously that sort of thing mm. combined with the musical theatre element yeah, it must be about a week there's, long. There's so audition. many different roles though within that. So like you know, obviously some of the main characters within the Stranger Things that obviously their roles are going to be more demanding. But like there's a lot of people there who are like there's there's much smaller parts as part right. of that interactive thing. So yeah, it's really cool. You can just you go and like they're probably if you're really keen and you've got some some degree of acting chops, they will say, look, look, we think this sort of role suitable for you or. You know, if I was there, I'd probably just been stacking shelves um, <laughs> in the background. But yeah, what makes someone qualified to teach at a scare school? <laughs> what, what's I, I mean, what's the qualification? Done a ten stretch for like stalking <laughs> and murdering or something? Yeah, like, yeah. What's, how do you become That's a? Qual- the thing. When, when you're in it, you don't question that, do no. you? You just assume that these people know what they're doing yeah. and what they're looking yeah. for, but they probably didn't. They're probably looking at like there's no degree. People go madness, yeah. absolute madness. There's no degree. Crawl or wriggle around on the floor yeah. scarily. They're like, this isn't even part of scare school. Yeah. It's just like I've just got this feeling I could get Fiona to do it. Yeah, yeah we're just mugging her off now. Yeah. <laughs> Come in, everybody, sit down. Most of you probably recognise me from the Ghost Train, uh, <laughs> circa 1988 to yeah. 1992. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> right, scare school. Just want you to act like there's ghosts in your clothes. Just take all your clothes off as quickly as you can. I'm going to make you a star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my that reminds God. me of another... No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd love to do scare school. You did freak me out because the first thing you said is in scare school, you, well, uh, through, as, as you go through the rounds, they, you know, they cut you. I was thinking, what the fuck? And I was like, oh no, not that kind of cut. And that, that would Sorry, be scare I, school. Yeah, yeah, I forgot you're not, um, you don't have the terminology of the audition yeah. process. Yeah, sorry, they, just they, simple they cut boy. people from the audition gotcha. process. They're not, yeah, yeah it's Self not that army. scary. That, so, that would build tension. Wouldn't it? Uh, <laughs> very authentic. Uh, before we get on to number two, um, what ones didn't quite make the cut? Oh, right, so... With number three, it was so Little Shop Horrors. If we were including films, gotcha. If not, I had Rock of Ages. Rock have you of seen Ages. that one? I have, yeah. So is it, you know, is that, is, have you seen the film now? Yeah, Tom Cruise, isn't the it? Film. Pardon, is it Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, Tom Cruise, Russell Brand. Yeah. Um, the, the is that how we have to say Russell Brand yeah, now? You gotta say Russell Brand. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> you can't see my facial expression on a podcast, but I did the facial expression to go with Russell Brand. Um, so the film is actually, I don't like the film, but the stage version of that was really good. Um, again, it's all sort of like classic rock yeah. songs. Um, it's, they called it like a jukebox musical, 
where you're taking like already existing songs and then putting them on stage, which a lot of people don't like. Um, so you've got like Jersey Boys, all that sort of stuff. See, that's that's, I, that's one of my favourites. Is it Jersey Boys? And the Tina Turner musicals. Fucking amazing. Yeah, I've, I've seen, I think, Jersey Boys. I think I've seen that three times. Yeah, it's incredible. I do like that one. And I didn't even know that I liked their music yeah. before I went to it. Um, but Rock of Ages has got like, uh, at the time, another one of my hobbies was I was doing pole dancing. Not not for money. <laughs> If I was, it don't matter. Yeah. But yeah. just to clarify, just for the just for the lows, yeah, yeah. Just because I had nothing to do on a Monday yeah. night, and um, mm. they they had like pole dancing in that, and I I think again it's one of those things of it depends what's going on in your life, and if it all matches in at the time, mm. you're sort of drawn into it more. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, that's by a number three. If we're just doing stage ones, uh, ones that didn't make it. I said there's loads like Wicked. Mm. Wicked should probably be in there. Mm. It's not in there. Um, I, I I struggled with Wicked. Did you? Yeah. Um, in what way, mate? Well, the, the, <laughs> the, 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 everyone I went with, the family loved it, and I don't know. Like, again, Just I get into it. I I couldn't, and and I really wanted to. Like it it looked sensational. Yeah. But yeah, I, I did I did struggle with it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's not like I haven't got like a standout moment of it in my mind, mm. but that is one that like everyone's always like, oh, have you seen Wicked, Wicked's? Then mm. it's always up there for people, but yeah, that, that's not made the top five. Lay Miz, I guess. Yeah. That, I saw that when I was very young and I saw it again last year. Um, and I, it is very good, but there's like literally not a single line of dialogue. Mm. It's it's a musical that is sung the whole way through. Yeah. Um, because my boyfriend keeps saying, "Oh, should we go and see it?" But he hates musicals, <sighs> but he loves history. Um, but I'm like, you won't like it. Yeah. Every time I mention a musical, he just cuts me off by going, "Musical, musical." It's <laughs> <laughs> really. You won't let me speak about it. And he met my uncle at Christmas, and um, he said to my boyfriend, "I think." was like sat asking for potatoes and something and my uncle went, you want more? <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and my boyfriend Matt just went, oh, fucking hell, he's half man, half musical. I can't handle this family. <laughs> I, I get, I, I, I get uh, what, what your boyfriend uh, experience, w- would experience if he went to Lamey. Because I've never seen the show, but I went with the family to the cinema to watch the film. Yeah. And after about 10 minutes, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, <laughs> is there no talking? <laughs> and like, and then but by the end of it, I, I, I was loving it. I thought it was fantastic. But that initial thing of, oh, for God's sake, this is <laughs> just songs like that I don't know as well. Yeah, because normally as well, like a musical does have a bit of let up, doesn't yeah. it? Like there is a bit of chat in it, mm. but Les Mis is just from beginning to end. Um, so, yeah, I might take him, but I've, I don't expect him to. Can you not ease him in with, like, Greatest yeah, Showman exactly. or something like that? Yeah, Well, <laughs> he, won't, he won't watch the Great Showman. He took me to Hamilton for my birthday. And, uh, you know, have you ever gone to watch something... And you just, without even looking, you can feel that the person next to you is not having a nice time. 100%. Had it last night. Valentine's <laughs> really? night. Valentine's Day. Uh, <laughs> but we put on um, we put on Dazed and Confused, which I, f- I love that movie so much. And I've been saving it. It's been on our to watch list for ages. So I was like, come on, let's, uh, it's about time. And I'd, I'd accidentally bigged it up too much and we put it on and I could just instantly feel yeah. within 10 minutes, Molly was fucking bored out of her mind <laughs> and it broke me. I was just like, I think we might have to break up. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> it's I, such a horrible feeling, yeah. isn't it? Because you're like, you can't enjoy it because no. you, you couldn't, like, you, like their energy comes into you. You're like, oh, you hate it. Like, I could feel my shoulders going up, like he's not enjoying it. And I'd look at him, a second, second half, his eyes were shut. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. And and the thing is, that is, like he's saying about Les Mis, because it's like a history mm. one. Hamilton, again, it's like American history, mm. isn't it? It's like, 
if you couldn't handle that, I don't know if no, you would be no able way. to handle lay, lay mirrors. But if he winds you up sufficiently, or if he drags you to something you don't want to go to, then maybe just... Oh, all the time. Yeah, well, then dra <laughs> drag him to lay mirrors and enjoy it. But yeah, yeah I can't quite dial into it. Like when, when my when someone I'm with is not enjoying what I'm watching, it's like comedy shows. You know, when you you big someone up and you're like, oh no no, you got to watch. Come and watch this with me. And then you sat there mm -hmm. and you're like, you're laughing and there's not a peep coming out of them. And you're like, it just it just ruins it. You just like yeah. Mm. I always wonder why people do. Sometimes you get at comedy night. Mm -hmm. It's like when I host them and you chat to people. They're on a first date and I just think, oh yeah, that's so tough. cringe because you can't laugh that you want to laugh that because you're too busy sort of thinking about will they like, will they find that funny and it, do you ever have that when you go and see something and you can just feel the person actually just turning <laughs> to see what your opinion on every moment yeah, is yeah, yeah. oh I hate yeah, it yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I find that with music it's like I remember when um, Johnny Cash the video for Hurt come out which is this whole kind of anthology of his career and like and his wife just been, and you knew that once that video was made she passed away and it was like I remember saying to my, my, my missus like this is the most powerful thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And I went, just watch this. And like, and I think within about a minute, like you could tell that she just dialed out. out. I'm completely. crying. <laughs> like, yeah, and, yeah. Like, and I'm yeah, just yeah. thinking, how are you not yeah. like just absolutely yeah. blown away by yeah. this? And then you just think, oh. And it's like, it's, it's quite, you feel a bit oh, dejected, yeah, don't yeah, you, when yeah, someone doesn't yeah. get yeah. something as much yeah. as if you feel really passionate about it. Yeah. And they're just like, that's all right. Yeah. It's like, what? I got the same look from Molly last night like that I get after making love. And it's just, just disappointment. abject disappointment. But and she and she was like, 10 minutes in, I was like, you're not enjoying this, are you? And she was like, because she did it to me to Die Hard at Christmas. Because I was like, we've got to watch Die Hard. That was ruined. And, um, and she was just like, the dialogue's just really clunky, isn't it? <laughs> and I think it's like the most incredible dialogue. And I was like, let's go do the washing up. <laughs> I think oh, that's, that's gonna, even worse yeah, than like, they can yeah. give you like a specific yeah. about why they don't yeah, like so it. I did yeah. the and the worst thing is, there was, there was notes of truth in what she was saying at the start. Like it, I can understand why she's saying what she's saying as well. So the truth hurts. But yeah. it's still a great film. I, I had it with the kids. Uh, when the kids were getting to like 13, 14, I was like, right, sit down. <laughs> this is called the Breakfast Club. And it's oh, going to yeah. change your <laughs> life. Molly said that to me last night. And they literally were just uh, 10 minutes in, just looking at their phone, just going, well, why are you making me watch this yeah, old yeah, thing? Yeah, Molly like, said that to me last night. She says, I just don't get it. I don't don't like Breakfast Club. Don't make me watch, don't make me watch that either. I was just like, fucking hell. Wrong are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. We'd be, um, we're, we're, I don't know, I'm too far in now in a relationship just to cancel it. I was just blind, Fiona. <laughs> I was be be blind. Oh, I didn't realise this top five was going to make you unravel. Oh, yeah, it really has. It's <laughs> a disgusting musical. Yeah. It's because she was talking about Les Mis, like depressing shit. I, I don't know if I've, I don't know if I've watched it. And, and I often get that confused. I mean, it's, it's a bit. It's a quite a statement to call Saigon. it boring shit. No, I said depression. Depression shit. Yeah, if you've yeah. not watched it. No, no, that's pr proper guesswork. That. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the depression title shit with the melody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is Lamey about? What is it about? The French Revolution. Oh, fuck that. No, no. I'm gonna put put gremlins on. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What you got at number two, mate? Number two. You might not even know what this one is. Um. It's called Newsies. No, yes. No, no. so it's um, it's about the newspaper strike. Right. Sounds really dull. Um, <laughs> it's it was by it's done by Disney though, and I think anything done by Disney normally, apart from Aladdin, because Aladdin on the West End was terrible. Right. But um, anything done by Disney normally works out well, like Beauty and the Beast, Lion King, yeah. all that that they've done in the West End, um. So, yeah, news is about all these young boys that are being used to deliver the papers, mm. um, but they won't pay them properly, so they will strike. What, the, 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 the whopping like thing? What's that? The whopping strikes, like, in the 80s. 
Oh, don't ask me proper questions about history. <laughs> Come on, Fiona. Like You've the seen a musical, they mate. They the day in the songs, I won't know. <laughs> Unless as they pirouette, there's a number that comes out of their foot, I won't know the answer. Sorry, sorry. The American, the American newspaper strike. Oh, it was York. in America, oh. right? Okay. Yeah, You're in his yeah, proper picked up America. there. Thought it was in Wapping. You got all the interest in all of a sudden, and I thought all Fiona said is young boys being used, and you was like, oh right, yeah, oh, no, God, I know that. All the ones in Wapping. I was like, shoot, what the? Why do you know about this? That's the that's the clip for the video <laughs> to sell this episode. <laughs> you know, this is going into a different top five. Isn't <laughs> 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 but yeah, the the Newsies one, I saw it on um on Broadway actually. I first saw it there and I was like, Oh, that's up there with like one of my top ones. Just because the dancing, like I don't know if you should say this, but the dancers in America are just like another level. Right. Like the way they move. Yeah, they're just incredible. And it's a lot of dancing in that one, which was the thing that got me into musicals yeah. in the first place. Um, and then I went and saw it last year with my mum at um, the Troubadour. Have you seen that one in Wembley, the big Troubadour mm -hmm. Theatre? It's like, it's quite a big um, new venue that they've sort of built. But wow. again, it was that immersive thing. Yeah. So they all come out into the audience and they're all dancing around you. Wonderful. Ace, ace. Wonderful. And so do, do you, when you see the, because obviously you were drawn into it by dancing, does that make you pull back in or do you think, oh, I could have done that, I could, I could... I could guess um, that. Is it only boys dancing the in the Newsies one? You're like, yeah, no, I right. could never have done that. Right, right, <laughs> um, but I still go to dance. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm nearly, I'm 37, right? I, in my head, I'm not nearly 40. But <laughs> um, So I still go to dance classes yeah. every week. Um, so part of me is still like, even with the comedy, you're like, if that eventually goes really, really well, maybe I'll cross over yeah. and be in Strictly Come Dancing. And like I think I'm always trying to see how that route could eventually get me there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the dancing that that would be the sort of thing. I remember last time I saw it, Newsies, and I saw them all dancing because they were really good in that production. Apparently, they actually delayed it for so long bringing Newsies to the UK because they couldn't find that caliber of dancer. They couldn't find enough of them. Wow, really? So it's meant to be all men, um, but they had to put some women in the cast because they just couldn't find enough blokes and that, and they were getting injured because a lot of them do like tumbles. A lot of them are dancer slash gymnastics. Mm -hmm. um, so they just didn't have the cast for it. And I think one performance they actually had to cancel because so many of them got injured. They didn't have enough to complete the cast. Wow. I think that was so dangerous. And <laughs> and we, we were just sat right here, mate, and they could have given us a call. <laughs> <laughs> can you flip? Oh, I can flip with the best of them. <laughs> I really can. Show you? No. no. I've no. seen you roll. Yeah. That's not really yeah. that exciting yeah, to watch. Yeah. So um so how did the transition go from yes. aspiring uh career in musical theatre to becoming a stand up comedian? Yeah, yeah. Well, so I guess what it was is like with the musicals and the acting and all that, you have to audition and someone you have to get an agent. And then the agent has to get your auditions and then they have to let you in the room and then you have to do well in that audition and that's shit. And it was all these doors to sort of like break down that you had to had to do to actually just even sort of be seen by a casting director. Or, or the alternative of that is you sit outside Pineapple Dance Studios for four hours in the cold from 5am waiting wow. to do an open audition where there's like thousands of you. Um, and then my friend who's already a comedian, Jerry Page, we went to school together and um, he was always saying to me things like, come watch me, come watch me. Because I think at that point it was just like, you didn't have social media, so people would literally email out and be like, come see my show at Top Secret or wherever it was. Um, and I went and saw him and uh, I chatted to him afterwards and he said, oh, you should just give it a go. And I said, like, oh, you can just give that a go. You can just get up and perform. But, and no one can stop you. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. Amazing. And then I just, did it and then I just I don't think I thought it would be something I would carry on doing or want to do and I'd never really it's the opposite to musicals I'd never really watched any stand-up before I got into stand-up I'd never really I don't think I'd ever seen a live stand-up apart from going to see Joey um but yeah then I just never stopped 
So here That's I amazing. am. That's amazing. Incredible. I mean, I, the other thing there is you haven't built an expectation. Like if you really, really, really love something, sometimes it's hard to start that because you're so close to it. It's so personal to you. Whereas like maybe the stand-up was more available to you because you didn't care as much. And like you sort of like did it, thought fuck it, and did it. And then was like, oh, actually, this is, uh, this is quite fun. Yeah, I think you're right, actually. I think with, with the musical thing, because I loved it so much, there was so much pressure. It's like, I have to do this. Yeah. Like, this is the only thing I want to do. I have to do it. Whereas with that, it was like, oh, I'm just doing it. And then it just sort of like snowballed. Yeah. Um, and now, yeah, that's the thing I do. But I, I guess, and I do I do really love that because it is performing. But yeah, there is just always that little bit that's like, oh, maybe that thing will come back around. Yeah, you, we could see you. We, we look forward to seeing you on Strictly. So do you do other... Th- Alongside the comedy, have you got a podcast? Oh, yeah, I've got a podcast, Is it yeah. Be Fairy Afraid? Be Fairy Afraid, yeah. Great. I've started that with... What's that? It sounds great. It sounds oh, really, really cool. Um, so, yeah, I started it with uh, another comedian, actually. I think that's the good thing about comedy is everyone's... It, it is that thing of no one's going right in the doors for you. You've just got to keep yeah. creating stuff. Um, so me and another comedian, Louise Atkinson, we got quite close at the Edinburgh Fringe. And because I'm quite sort of light and bubbly and everything's amazing and everything's in fairy tale land, and she's quite like down to earth and gritty. And um, we've sort of combined my naivety, and then she's very intelligent, but also um, like all the sort of brothers grim and all that, you know, like the dark yeah. side of fairy tales. So she brings a dark fairy tale every week and just basically reads it to me. And I just react. <laughs> <laughs> you go out Which scared. I made it sound not that interesting, but <laughs> um, I think cause it's just sort of two worlds colliding. Yeah. It does it does work. And then also we just talk about how our week's going or our day or that sort of stuff. What's been some of your fa- favourite fairy, gr- like grim fairy tales? What ones have like, stuck out to um, you? Or what ones? Is you- Tin Soldier. Again, oh, I liked that one because there was a, he fell in love with a dancer. <laughs> can live vicariously yeah. through his story uh, she had her leg up by her ear and he fell in love with her oh, shock. Um, <laughs> she read me her Japanese because she's trying to do like Nordic ones yeah. and she, she read me a Celtic one I didn't love that one which I thought I would because I'm half Scottish but um, uh, the tale of Cucullan but I think it was like a three parter so I think when you only do one part it it it, for me, it never got going. Yeah. Whereas this Japanese one, oh my god, it was really dark. He like he went into this house and um, there was parts of bodies everywhere. But you know when like, they proper specifically yeah. name and it's like oh there was a pile of femurs and you're like oh, I don't need to know. <laughs> yeah, it's unnecessarily I, descriptive. Yeah, and it's like, and then you hear a crunch and it's where he's been whacked over the head with a femur and you're just like oh it's too <laughs> it's too much for me. I've come here all light and bubbly. I don't need this this story. Most fairy tales are pretty horrific, though, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, the underlying yeah. senses, yeah. Watch out. Yeah. I guess that's why a lot of the Disney ones, people always go, like, there, there was a time in comedy where everyone's going, but if you actually think about Beauty and the Bee, <laughs> it's just Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. or <laughs> like, And they put all those dark... Yeah. Yeah, Snow White, she's out cold, the guy's coming up kissing a, a yeah. girl who's clearly unconscious. Yeah. He's, well, Sleep it. Is that Sleeping Beauty? Yeah. Oh, is it? So would I say Snow White? Fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I wish I knew that was wrong. I wish someone had told me that was wrong I think sooner. Snow White, he kisses her. He does, well, yeah. Oh, does he do that as well? She's proper, fucking hell, yeah. she's proper out cold. So, <laughs> well, it's, it's even worse. So Sleeping Beauty, she's constantly out. Snow White, does she, is that? Um, she eats the apple, Snow doesn't White, she? Snow White, she has a poison right. apple. Yeah. Okay. She's in the glass so she's poisoned. coffin she, thing, yeah, isn't she? Yeah. They're all quite yeah. dark, actually. Yeah. The last time we had someone on here talking Disney, we had Helen Bauer on. Uh, oh, right, yeah, yeah, I know. And you tried to question her on Disney. I just... And you got shut down spectacularly. I'm just not a big fan of Disney, and obviously oh, that, oh, that... okay. Helen was really sensitive about it. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was great. It was that, a great podcast, and uh, she was that very... Was so, that was yeah. another thing I auditioned <laughs> for. You just keep... I, I think I've got a page in this seat. I auditioned to be... Um, Disneyland Paris. Yeah. Audition to be a princess. Mm-hmm. And again, really long audition day. And then at the end, they um, 
offered me a reserve Pluto. <laughs> Do you know how insulting that is? When you've got you've got full makeup on, you've got all your hair done, you've danced like a, a princess, and they go, Right, we've kept you here nine hours, we've got you to fill in all these forms, but actually would you mind sort of putting a collar and a lead on and <laughs> not right now though. Again. O- only when the other guy can't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's one guy who's there, better, but... but if he can't do it, and you will need when to go. When he gets worms, yeah. you can jump in. <laughs> Absolutely livid. Well, uh, I can tell you a, a fantastic experience uh, I had in uh, Euro Disney with the children. Uh, I, I took them there, and the whole thing's about the parade, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, right, here we go, kids. Let's let's get ready. And uh, and we got right to the like the front where the gates open where they first come out. So I was like, right, this is going to be magic, kids. French people, quite rightly, like to strike. Mm-hmm. Uh, the gates opened and the full cast just walked out in their jeans and t-shirts and just fucking strolled through the fucking Disneyland. Whilst no, literally no. everyone's kids were just like, oh, daddy, what's going on? And like, and there was also. It was, Essentially, the English parents there were just like wankers. <laughs> like, it, was just like, it was a really frosty old situation. But uh, see, whereas for me, that would have been a, that would have been a heyday for me because I wouldn't have had to have the blue. They would have seen you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, would have been seen. Yeah, she would have been in some photographs. Oh, fantastic! I can't believe that. Yeah. I didn't know that. That happens often, does it? I don't know. Like it, it, it was just really unlucky. Like, but I hope, yeah, I hope it doesn't happen. Just, well, yeah, the second time you went, they strike as well. Can you imagine <laughs> the luck of that? Absolutely. Um, okay, so. We're at the top spot. Yeah, we're right. at the top spot. Top spot. Let's do it. Yep. Avenue Q. Do you know what? It's amazing. And that was the one I was going to say, Fiona, at the start and said, I don't want to ruin your top five. But oh, really? Yes. It's one of the few I've been to and I fucking loved it. It's great. Yeah, I literally, I think I saw that about five times. Wow. It was, I kept going back. I think uh, at the time, one of my drama teachers was in it. So yeah. I went to see it because of that, but all, and that was that was actually my audition songs. So um, fine, fine line from Avenue Q and special. You know the one that Lucy the Slut sings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one that I shouted <laughs> in the Mamma Mia <laughs> panel's face. So I was like, I can make you feel special. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I loved that one because mm. it was funny, it was silly, but also I think there were bits in it uh, like. Where you get like a bit, some of the songs are quite um, like fine, fine line. You get a bit mm, teary yeah. in that one, um, and yeah, I, d- I didn't think it would be one that I'd like because it doesn't really have any dancing in it. Yeah, but is that the one with puppets? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, puppet. Yeah. Have you not seen I it? I haven't. No, I remember literally oh. going up the escalators and seeing it advertised on the tube and thinking that looks so cool. Mm. Yeah, it was. It was really good. I don't. I mean, I don't know. How it would sit today? Yeah, because uh, it yeah, it's not on now. And yeah, I remember the reason why I went as well was because um, my mates, where I was working, were like, "We won't get into a musical." Um, and they were like, "Avenue Q, it's got swearing in it. It's a bit because yeah. ra- it's also quite like a, yeah, it's quite racy subjects, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a song called it. Um, Everyone's a little bit racist. <laughs> oh yeah. But I, I just don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if yeah if that would sit. Today. Yeah. I don't know if people would go and see it or because it, it's all tongue in cheek. Yeah, of course. Yeah, like it's not. not Everyone's a bit racist. Yeah. Hate. Yeah, no, it's not like that. Yeah, it's, like, it's not like a funny hate way. crimes yeah, are taking yeah, place yeah. on stage with puppets. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't, what do you think? Do you think people would watch it? Because I've got such a vague memory of the numbers. It's like you're saying oh, that, and I'm now going, "Oh yeah, that was really good." Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what other ones there were, but um. You know, like silly ones where like the puppets have sex and stuff, yeah. which I think people would be fine with. But the um the ones like everyone's a little bit racist and stuff. Mm. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know if yeah. people be all right with that now. It feels like it's been quite a shift in such yeah. a small amount of time, in a good way, yeah. but <laughs> for Avenue Q, maybe in a bad way. So, are there any others that didn't make the the cut? Because I've got a few that I'll, I'll throw in the mix as well that I didn't think I was going to like that I ended up enjoying. Like um. 
Oh God, I've seen ten many. What, what what was I? While you're thinking of that, Fiona, let me read you out some of the songs from Avenue okay, Q. Okay, yeah. It, oh, from Avenue Q. So this is why you might be like, hmm. The internet is for porn. Everyone's a little bit racist. There's one called "If You Were Gay." Uh, oh yeah. So that immediately, I mean, I can't remember the content of that, but like you're saying, like, I'm not sure how that lands now. But yeah, I, 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 can't, I literally yeah, I can't remember. Like, if like, you were a gay, well, I'm not gay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, Fantastic. But again, it's I guess as well because it's puppets doing it that takes it absolutely a level away from the yeah. person. Mm. So maybe you'd get away with it. Um, na- name some musicals, and I'll tell you if if they're one I've meant to go list, twice, and it's kind of like in the same sort of sense of Avenue Q that it's probably quite offensive. But I haven't watched it. I, I've had tickets to go for it twice, and both times it's fallen apart. Like one time, I split up with the. It was a Christmas present for my partner. We split up shortly after, and uh, they took the tickets and then spitefully didn't sell them on. Didn't go. Just let them go to waste. Uh, but I hear it's quite good. Book of Mormon. And I, oh, yeah, yeah, that is really good. Yeah, I'd love to see Book oh, of Mormon. Actually. That that clears up the point about Avenue Q as well, mm. because that's quite. Have you seen that one? That's what I want to see. Yeah, I, I've heard it's a bit like edgy. Did you see it, Chris? I haven't seen it. No. Oh, it, it, that one is very like edgy, mm. but it's still on. So I guess yeah, Avenue Q could easily come back. But um, Book of Mormon's probably up there. I went and saw that. I think twice. And um, it's really funny, and the songs are really good. Yeah, I think what other ones because. I don't know if they've done it in the West End because if I think of films, like I just don't think anything's better than Bugsy Malone. It's one of my favourite films anyway, ever. And what one? Bugsy Malone. Like oh god, yeah. See Bugsy Malone again. I used to watch that on repeat, yeah. but I've never seen it live. Yeah. But yeah, that's up there because again, the song oh, the best. There's so many memorable songs in it, mm. like Tallulah's song. Mm. Um, so you want to be a boxer. Um. Yeah, that would that would be up there. I don't know what it'd be like that because they do do it with all kids, don't yeah, they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, because I think they did it recently in like uh, the Lyric Theatre. They did it, and it was all kids. Because my friends, that's the thing as well. My friend, she's actually an agent for like musical theatre people. <laughs> so if I got my shit together, I could just get. <laughs> Is that why but, she's um, your friend as well? You like you yeah, actually don't they, quite they... like them until you find out what she did, and you're like, do you want to go out for lunch? <laughs> <laughs> they um yeah, they had a few kids who were in it, uh, and it was like an all all kid cast. So I mean, for for somebody that grew up loving musical theatre, and you said you watched Bugsy Malone on repeat, and it's full of kids. Surely, like Annie, right? Oh yeah, Annie. Yeah, but again, I've never seen these ones live, and I I saw I, that. I'm a little bit scared to actually because I saw Oliver live mm. at Drury Lane and I did not like it. Oh. It was really slow and really dull whereas that's got great songs in it, mm. great premise like, but at the theatre I didn't like it. I took the kids to Annie when it was Miranda Hart I think was oh, right. Miss Hannigan I think. Uh, See, she's done it. Yeah. Can she sing? No. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it was really good. It was a really good show. Uh, uh, yeah, that was... That was wonderful. Just trying to think what happened. Did they like it, the kids? Yeah, loved it. But they, they watched the film on repeat constantly. The original, not the remake. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I tried to watch the new one. I turned it off. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But, um, uh, yeah, the one with Bernadette Peters in it was really good. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Those ones I haven't really seen live. And, again, the ones that I have, like Grease and stuff. Mm. Shrek the Musical Squad. Oh, Ghost. Ghost oh, was good. I've not seen that. That that that'd probably be up there. Um, Dirty Dancing again, disappointed. Oh really? Uh, yeah, because again, it's what you said. It's so ingrained. Yeah. Um, and like the singers, the dancers don't sing. Like there's two singers at the side yeah. singing the songs, and they're sort of dancing around, and then the singers do the dancers sing a little bit, but it's it's not the same as the film because obviously in the film. They're not singing, are they? They're just no, dancing no. to background music. <laughs> it shouldn't really be a musical, I don't think. I, I, I think I had sort of aspirations to be on the stage when I was a little kid. Like, I'd done them sort of performances. But you just mentioned Oliver's just really made me remember something. I think I was probably about nine or ten. Uh, yeah. I mean, mum and dad had had a go at me for something. So I was like, 
I'm running away. Like, because you didn't leave home when you was kid. You run yeah. away in the 80s, yeah, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. And I remember I'm, I'm running away. And I remember I took like one of my toys and my pencil case, I think. <laughs> and I remember like walking to the end of the street and then it was like a bus lane through to like where my mates lived. And I thought, well, I'm going to go over to my mate's house because I've run away. And as I walked through that bus lane, I remember going, where <laughs> is love? <laughs> so dramatic. It was so perfect. Born for the stage. <laughs> I was just thinking, yeah, we all, we all ran away. We all ran away. But we didn't all do it with the new actually. Yeah, on the way. <laughs> oh, fantastic. There is apparently, I've not seen it, but um, someone was telling me Friday that I think it's on either D- the Disney Channel. They've made a story of um uh oh god what's his name oliver's mate uh oh artful dodger yeah they've made a show mm. about the artful dodger and apparently it's got fagin and all of that on it's made by oh, disney yeah. i like, watched that yeah. yeah yeah i've not not seen it but it's uh apparently pretty dark as well like oh shocker disney. yeah well again that that was quite dark that yeah. a lot of them have got that undertone haven't they yeah. like there's all black music and light but actually it's some quite gritty subject yeah i think that's that basically sums me up in a nutshell. That's how I can digest gritty things. If they're sort of tied up in a bow with music. And a dance and dance number. Dancing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whilst they're doing this really awful sort of murdering, as long as there's the occasional jazz hand kind of like in yeah. it, we're all right. <laughs> we can get through it. Sweeney like, time. Oh, there's some good in the world. Thank God. <laughs> right. So that was a fantastic top five. Yeah, it was great. And so away from musical uh, theatre uh, and onto yeah. the, the, the comedy stage, what's happening? What's happening? Well, I am. I think I'm going back to Edinburgh Fringe. Amazing. It would seem so. Um, so I'll be there in August, definitely from like the third of August, possibly just doing two weeks, and so maybe just till the seventeenth. But that would be at the Banshee Labyrinth. Um, so between now and then, I'll be writing that show. Fantastic. Because last year I debuted, which is where you sort of show the comedy world, this is who I am, but you've got like a wealth of material, whereas then that sort of goes in the bin and you start again. You've got like a whole new thing. And have you got your premise and ideas for what's going to come out in August? Well, I've got got a work in progress at Leicester, which is where we say in the biz, I'm going to throw shit at the wall. (laughs) (laughs) See what sticks. Um, So possibly after that, I'll have a premise. Um... What else? Oh, and now I'm just, as well as doing like gigs up and down the country, I'll put them all on Instagram. Just putting out clips on Instagram as well now because that's, that's, that's what the do. way forward, isn't it? Putting out comedy clips and uh, and the podcast. Yeah, wonderful. And so if people want to keep up the speed, you mentioned Instagram. Is that the best place to... to, to... Yeah, that's the best place to be um, Fiona underscore Ridgewell. Wow. Well, we'll link you into everything. Oh, lovely! When Thank the show you. comes out, and Fiona, it's been it's been a real good crack. Oh, it's been lovely. Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks yeah, so yeah. much for having me. Really oh, Thank, Thank you. Really you enjoyed so it. Much. Okay, we're going to press stop, but don't go anywhere. Okay. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. 